Chrissy, that you'd move powerfully in those environments. That people would come to know you, that it'd be evident that you're at work amongst the people. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, it is great to see you. You doing all right? Yes. You're looking happy. It's a good thing. You're looking happy. Hey, why don't you uh, say hello to someone around you again and jump down. It might be the second time you said hello to the same person. Just say hello again. That's all right. That's all right. That's fine. Well, today our subject is baptism. And I know we've got at least three, maybe four people being baptised at the end of this gathering. I know we've got a number tonight. But hey, you could join them. You could join them today and being baptised. We've gone out, we've bought a whole lot of new kit and towels and stuff. So even if you're not prepared, today could be your day. And I was thinking, if you're online... And, and during the message today, you really feel the conviction of God that you need to be baptised. Um, do whatever you do in the bottom there to contact us. And if you're in town, that's, that's easy. But if you're out of town, we'll try and arrange uh, with a church in your area where you can be baptised. So if you do that, that would be fantastic. But in the meantime, Jay, why don't you come? It's wonderful to have Jay speaking to us this morning. Jay leads our youth. He's a man on fire for Jesus. He's passionate. It's hard to keep up with him some days. He's very passionate about Jesus. And he is going to encourage us this morning around the Word of God. Thank you. How's everyone going? That is good. I'm excited because it's Baptism Sunday. I said at the 9am gathering, and Keita now knows, but I got in, I, oh, did I get in trouble? Um, I think I'm all right. In the first, first gathering at the 9am, I said something without asking my wife if I can say it. Ask your wives, husbands. I said, I believe that baptism, the choice to be baptised, is more important than the choice to be married. <laughs> That's a bold statement. <laughs> but I actually believe it. I think you agree with me, right? Ah, there we go, there we go. All is forgiven. Hey, if you haven't been baptised, today's your day. Why not? I think this is the best opportunity that you could be baptised. Hey, who here believes in the grace of God? Come on, a lot of hands. That is awesome. I believe in the grace of God. I get to live in that every day. So many of us get to live in that every day. And we hear in the, the scripture, which I'm so thankful for the second part. It says this, Romans 3.23. For everyone has sinned, we all fall short of God's glorious standard. It was actually really cool because uh, this morning in our prayer gathering, just before we um, got into the gatherings, Sarah, who was leading us in worship, she, the thing that she had on her heart for today was, but God. Who's had a but God moment? You know, sometimes life happens and then God shows up. But God shows up, Yeah. Come on, how many people have had a but God situation? It was actually, there was this, the man, uh, man that I was praying for at the 9am. And it was so exciting. He, comes, he came up the front um, uh, during worship because he wanted a miracle. And we got to pray for him for healing. And what happened was he had a sore shoulder and feet. And uh, I got to pray for him and he said, I'm feeling heat in my shoulder. That's usually a sign that God's doing something. And so I said, can I pray again? He says, sure. He says, this time I'm feeling pins and needles in my feet. I'm like, come on. And so I pray one more time and he says, thank you. And he goes and sits down. He just came and saw me at the end of the uh, 9 a.m. gathering and said, all of the pain in my shoulder is gone. And I stood up and it feels like I've got cushions in my shoes. How amazing is that? That is amazing. That is a but God moment. And so we see in this, in this passage here, it says, uh, it says, for everyone has sinned, we all fall short of God's glorious standard. But God, in his grace, freely makes us right in his sight. 
he did this through Christ Jesus when he freed us from the penalty of our sins. That is amazing. Come on, who here has responded to Jesus? Who has said yes to Jesus? I'm not seeing enough hands, guys. Come on, you can be passionate about this. If you've received Jesus, that's the best thing ever. I mean, I'm excited because there's a decision that happened. Well, biblically, it's a bit different, and I'm sure Sheridan can talk about that a bit later. But there's a decision that we encourage everyone to do after the decision for Christ, and that's being water baptized. And today, we're going to see people being baptized, and it is amazing. And today, I pray that if you haven't been baptized, God starts to stir something in you. There's some conviction starts to hit you, and, and there's something in you going, I need to be baptized today. Because today is the day, and it can be the day. In fact, Pastor Michael Brown, the legend himself, why don't you give everyone a wave? There he is. He's going to be, yeah, let's give him a hand. Michael is going to be in the foyer at the info desk, and you can go and see him if you want to be baptized. You can make the decision right now if you would like to be. Any time in the gathering, get up, go see him at the info desk. We've got clothes, we've got towels. We're all ready, baby. It's going to be good. I was trying to think of how I could start this message, and I thought of a story um, from when I first started dating Kita. I think we had been dating for about a month, and uh, what happened was we went to Mount Monganui on my first family vacation with Kita's side of the family. And we went to Mount Monganui and we went to this uh, kind of hotel sort of place. And in the middle of the hotel, there was a courtyard in the middle of all the rooms. And in the courtyard, there was a pool and there was a communal spa pool. And so we thought, let's get our togs on and let's go have a spa. And so we went and had a spa. And I think it was about three minutes into it, there was a bit of a panic moment because we looked at the water and just floating on the surface, there was just these little brown bits. <laughs> and we were like, oh my goodness, what is this? Panic moment. We got out of the spa, turned the bubbles off. It wasn't just a little bit. The whole pool was covered in this brown stuff. And we thought, oh my goodness, someone's pooed in the pool just before us. <laughs> and we've been sitting in it for three minutes. And so we're like up into the hotel room, bleaching ourselves, just about in the shower, like freaking out. And what we found out later on was that it was not someone's poo. It was my mother-in-law's tan. <laughs> So don't do spray tan right before you get in the spa pool. <laughs> the reason why I share that is a lot of the time when we look at baptism, if you haven't been baptized, maybe you're feeling a little bit of fear around it. Maybe there's some insecurities around it. Oh, my hair might get wet or something. There is nothing to be afraid about. It is one of the best decisions in your world. You may look at that, oh, oh, I hope there's no brown stuff in there. You may look at that and you may be a little bit intimidated like we did when we saw this brown stuff starting to float. There might be this intimidation, this fear coming on. But did you know that it says in John 10.10 10, that God has come to give us life and life to the full? And there is nothing scary about that pool, but that is life-giving. That is life-giving. Come on, there is nothing intimidating about that. I love that passage, John 10.10. 10. It says, the thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. If, you're, have, if you haven't been baptized, and you might be feeling a little bit of intimidation, a little bit of fear around this thing, that is a lie of the enemy. That is a lie, and we need to push that out. Because the next part of the passage says this, My purpose, God's purpose, is to give them rich and satisfying life. That is God's will for us. And I encourage you, if you haven't been baptized, one way we can step into that is by getting into that pool and being baptized, by going down, burying ourselves with Christ, and coming up in new creation. 
It is one of the best things ever. And we've got three confirmed, is it, for this gathering? Three people are making that decision. That is amazing. Man, am I, am I the only one excited about that? Three people. That is awesome. So it could be you as well. could be you. Pastor Michael's out there patiently waiting. I believe that baptism is the greatest decision that someone can make, and I think it's even more important than marriage. I just said that earlier. The thing with marriage is it's an, it, was, oh, it was one of the best days of our lives. It was just amazing. We're publicly declaring to other people that we're going to love each other for the rest of our lives, that we're going to journey with each other for the rest of our lives. And the amazing thing about baptism is we're doing a very similar thing. Baptism is this. We're declaring to ourselves, to others, to powers and principalities, and to God that we're going to live for him for the rest of our lives. We're not just declaring to all the people who are watching, but we're also declaring to ourselves. Come on, we're making a promise to ourselves here. We're making a promise to powers and principalities, and we're making a promise to God that I'm yours. I'm yours, God. God gave us, came to give us abundant life, as we saw in John 10, 10. And one of the ways that we can receive that, we got to be baptized. It is so important. It is such a vital step in our walk of faith. I hear a lot of people say things like, yeah, but I, was ba- I have been baptized. I was four years old. We got pictures and everything. It was a special time. That is amazing if you've been baptized when you were a little kid. And I congratulate parents for dedicating their kids to the Lord and dedicating their kids, wanting to raise their kids in the way of God. But it needs to be a decision that we make for ourselves. We need to have understanding of what we are doing. You didn't know what you were doing when you were a kid. And so if you were baptized as a kid, maybe you need to be baptized now because you truly know what you are doing. Uh, God wants us to have an understanding and a conviction of what we are doing. And I pray that if you're not baptized, if you haven't been baptized in water, something just starts to stir in you this morning. That some conviction starts to come of, maybe I need to do this. If you're a follower of Jesus, can I say that you do need to do this? Today is an opportunity. We see this. If you're a note taker, then this is my first kind of point. It says this. Baptism is an action of obedience. Man. An action of obedience is how we should live our lives, really. Because God's got a lot for our lives and we can't step into it unless we're not obedient. An action of obedience. And we see in the Great Commission, Matthew 28 to 19, it says this. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations. By the way, this is one of the last things Jesus said before he ascended to heaven. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Baptism is so important that Jesus thought, hey, I need to let my disciples know this before I ascend to heaven. Like, this is one of the last things I need them to hear. Jesus said that it needs to be done. This isn't something that God just wants us to believe in our heads as well. But God actually wants us to believe in our heart. And the thing that is amazing when we believe something with our heart is there's always a corresponding action to it. I shared at the 9 a.m. gathering, when I know how much God loves me. Come on, who knows that God loves him? A few people. I know that God loves me so much that I'm willing to tell people about him. Why is that? Because I had an encounter with Jesus. I had revelation of the love of God, of who he thinks that I am. And I can't keep that to myself. 
Because God has no favoritism. So if I know what God thinks about me, I know what God thinks about Pastor Ray, and he thinks you're awesome. And he loves you so much. If I know what God thinks of me, I know what he thinks of everyone in here. And when I know that, man, that would be an injustice to keep it to myself. Come on, who knows? Who's had revelation of the love of God in here? Come on, let's see some hands. I'll tell you if you don't. He loves you so much that he died on a cross for you. And he's just saying, come on, would you tell some people about that? I can't keep that to myself. It bubbles up in me. Some people t- ask me, how do you tell people about um, God, Jay? You know, I find it scary. So do I. But if I have revelation of how much he loves me, I don't care about that bit of fear over here. People need to know. There's eternities on the line. And it's not, this baptism isn't just something that we need to believe with our head, but it's something that he wants us to capture with our heart. So there's a corresponding action with it. And I pray that if you're here and you haven't been baptized, you're capturing some conviction, you're capturing some, some understanding, something in your heart, and there's going to be some corresponding action with it. And that action is getting in the pool and being baptized. I am um, guilty pleasure. I love, 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 love watching Road Rage. <laughs> so funny. I, like... If I want to have a real quick laugh, I'll jump on YouTube and watch Road Rage. It's just hilarious to watch. Like, I'm not even ashamed to admit it. And, um, and it's so funny. The best videos are when one of the cars slam their brakes in front. They get out of the car. They puff their chest up. And then they walk over to the other car and you're like, oh, this is getting good. Something's about to happen. And then probably 90% of the time, they'll say a few words, which aren't appropriate. And then they'll turn back and hop in their car. And can I be completely honest with you this morning? I get really disappointed when that happens. Because it's not entertaining to watch. I really, I'm kind of watching it going, oh, get out of the car. Come on, come on. Let's see, let's see some action here, you know. And I think that it's the same with our Christian walk. I think a lot of Christians are like this. We can puff our chest up and go to church on a Sunday morning. We can puff our chest up and go to youth on Friday night and go, I love you, Jesus. We can put our hand up and worship. We can pray. We can talk about how much we love him. But really, there's no action to it. Come on, how many of us have... Puffed our chest up and said, God, I love you. God, I'll do anything for you. You're my everything, God. And then God says, awesome. Hey, can you do this for me? And we go, whew, sorry, mate. Come on. Am I the only one? Two people, the rest of you are liars. Come on, let's be honest. We're all like this at times. A lot of the time we're like this in our journey of faith. And I wonder if sometimes God is is just watching, going, come on, would you just start swinging? Like I do with those videos sometimes. God is saying, would you just have some action with what you're saying? Would you be obedient? I encourage you. One of the best things about baptism is being obedient to God. Baptism is an act of obedience to God. I love this. A basic measure of a disciple is, is, is right here in this verse. And we actually heard it in the um, testimony on the Activate News last week from Carly. And it says this, Romans 8.14. It says, The mature children of God are those who are moved by the impulses of the Holy Spirit. That is the basic measure of a disciple of Christ right there. A mature child of God are those who are moved by the impulses of the Holy Spirit. Can I encourage you, if you haven't been baptized this morning and you're starting to feel a bit of an impulse of the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit's starting to tug on you a little bit going, come on, you need to be baptized. 
Would you be obedient and say yes? Would you be obedient to God this morning and say yes? Another thing here, a point is, baptism is a public declaration of a new relationship, of a new union, and of a new bond. That is amazing. Are you prepared to declare to yourself, declare to others, declare to powers and principalities, and declare to God that you want to live for him for the rest of your world? I am. I mean, I, I would even be bold enough to say a lot of us have been baptized, but we don't live by this still. Come on, are we prepared to declare to ourselves Wake up in the morning and say, God, today I'm going to live for you. I mean, how would my wife feel? By the way, uh, is it appropriate to say it? Yeah, it is. I'm punching. She is awesome. Look at her. Sorry, I, I took, took the moment. I'm a newly married man, okay? It's like I'm allowed to do that. And I'm just a married man. If I love my wife, I'm telling people I love my wife. Anyway. <laughs> if I didn't tell other people, sorry, Kita. If I didn't tell other people that I loved my wife, or even didn't tell other people that she was my wife, how would that make her feel? How would that make me look even? That would say something about my character right there. I wear this ring and I tell other people like I just did then that I love my wife because I'm proud that she's my wife and because I love her and I don't want to keep it to myself. Come on, are we like this with God? Do we say yes to Jesus and we're excited about this new relationship but then we don't tell anyone? How does that make God feel? So ask yourself that question. I ask it to myself a lot. How does that make God feel? The amazing thing about baptism is it's, we're not only dying to self and coming up a new creation, we're not only being obedient, but when we get in there, we are publicly declaring, Yo, I love Jesus and I want to live for him. This isn't just a baptism thing, by the way. This is how we're meant to live our lives. Come on, are you prepared to let other people know about this relationship that you're in with God? Come on, are you... I love what Daz Chittle says. Daz Chittle is a great friend of mine and he's a fiery evangelist, so you're just always challenged by him. He says, if you can't tell one person about God, that's insulting because Jesus got in front of many people, stripped naked and died on a cross for you. And you can't tell one person... Can I challenge you, if you haven't told someone about God, why not do it this week? Why not publicly declare your love for Jesus? He gave everything for you. Can you tell one person for him, about him this week? Yeah, we good for that challenge? Everybody in here, one person, yeah? Oh man, there's, there's some excitement about that. One person. Is your life, is your choice to live life keeping that in or are you obedient and bold enough to declare it to everyone around you? Come on, if you haven't been baptised, let's be obedient to Christ. Let's be baptised. Let's go down, come up a new creation and let's publicly declare our love for Jesus that we want to live for him every day. People need God, by the way. People need God. We believe in a God who died on the cross for us so that we can not only walk in relationship with him here and now, but for all of eternity, which is amazing. And people need God. There's eternity on the line. And I wonder if people are bold enough to just tell a few people about him. The thing I love about baptism as well 
is I've been to baptism gatherings where I've seen people get in the pool and publicly declare that they'll live for God and be baptized. And that is an amazing step for them, but something else happens in the process. Sometimes people will bring family and friends because they want their family and friends to be there supporting them. It's a huge decision. But in the process, people respond to Jesus who don't know him. The Bible says that how will people receive if they don't hear? I love the quote, uh, preach the gospel and if necessary, use words. Such an amazing quote and it is so true. But at the same time, we have to use our voice. We have to use words because if people don't hear, then they won't receive. And so when people get in that pool and they, they, they publicly declare, they use their voice, they're showing that they're going to live for God, people receive in the process. People's decision to be baptized isn't just for them, but it's for others as well. People can have their life transformed in the process. That is just amazing. Being baptized is receiving the grace of God and new life, but it is also declaring, I know something that some people don't know, and it is too good to keep to myself. I need to tell some people some news that people don't even want to know. (laughs) I need to tell people about this new relationship. I need to, some people it might not be a new relationship. Some of you might have been walking with God for a long time, but you haven't made the step to be baptized. Come on. Why don't you publicly declare it today? Why don't you publicly declare it? How you going, Michael? (laughs) Come on, he's still out there. He's still out there. If you want to be baptized, go see him at the info desk. Man, you guys are quiet this morning. You guys are good? Yeah, awesome. I love this. John the Baptist Uh, We see in the Bible, John the Baptist is uh, baptizing people and he's uh, talking to the people he's baptizing uh, about someone greater to come. And the amazing and ironic thing about it is suddenly Jesus shows up and that's him. And the amazing thing about this is is, uh, John says, oh sorry, Jesus comes and he says, I would like to be baptized. You need to baptize me. And John's like, no. You need to baptize me. And I love Jesus' response. It is awesome. In Matthew 3, he says this. He says, it should be done, for we must carry out all that God requires. I I could have skipped completely to there. Jesus said, it should be done. For we must carry out all that God requires. Uh, the thing I love about this is that God didn't, or Jesus didn't even need to be baptized because he's God. Like, what, what's John going to say? He's going to say, all right, Jesus, we now baptize you in the name of you, you, and you. <laughs> like, he's God. But he got baptized as an example of what we need to do. And so I encourage you, if you haven't been baptized, why don't you get baptized? Either Jesus is our example or he's not. It's your choice. I pray that he is your example if you're a follower of Christ. Yeah, we don't get it right all the time, but I pray that we strive to make him our example every day. So some people today, they're going to be, uh, they're going to have the old person die and, and a new creation come up. Yeah? I'm the only person excited about that. Come on. There's going to be some people doing that. There's some excitement. There's people making a decision today to go down and come up a new creation. That is amazing. Three people that we know of. That is the best thing ever. I love this. um, Acts chapter 8, we see uh, an Ethiopian uh, eunuch, and he's in a chariot with um, Philip. And uh, it's just so cool. Um, what happens is they're driving. They're just driving. Is that what, how you say a chariot? I guess so. They're on the, they're on the chariot, tra- traveling on the chariot. And the Ethiopian eunuch goes, there's some water. 
Let's do it. That is awesome. Like, that is hunger for God right there. Like, he's just traveling along, sees some water. He's like, now's the time. I don't want to wait till our destination. Let's just get out right here and do it. That is amazing. I wonder if we have the same obedience to God. Come on, if God's convicting, if God's tugging on our hearts, if he's saying, would you do this? Do we have the same spirit as the Ethiopian eunuch there and going, let's just do it? Man, that is amazing. If you're wondering right now, yeah, I want to be baptized. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about being baptized. I just don't know when. Come on, now is the time. If now is not the time, then when is going to be the time? I'll tell you when. <laughs> 7th of November, we've got another baptism gathering. So if you don't do it today, we'll book you in for next time. Yeah? Or tonight, 6pm. Come on. Delayed obedience is disobedience. I remember hearing that at Christ for All Nations School of Evangelism when I was in America. And it is like, it's been stuck in my mind since then. Delayed obedience is disobedience. Come on, how many times does God say, would you do this to me and do this for me? And I'll, we go, yeah, sure, just let's just hold on a second and we might do it a few days later or something. Can I tell you that, yes, you did it, but delayed obedience is still disobedience. That's just so challenging. You may have heard me also say, uh, I don't know if you guys remember, I preached a few months ago and I preached a message around uh, no negotiation, no procrastination, no hesitation. Who remembers that one? A few of us in here. That, that, that also replies to baptism. Applies. The same thing. Come on, if God's calling you, if he's convicting you, if something's tugging on your heart, going, I need to be baptized. Come on, let's not negotiate with God today. Let's not procrastinate this. Let's not hesitate with this. Let's just do it like the Ethiopian eunuch. Come on, today is the day. Today is the day. I love the process of baptism as well. Coming up a new creation. If you're in here and you've been baptized, this is still a daily thing. A daily thing of when we wake up going, God, I choose to live for you today. Well, life happens, yeah? Life happens, and it's sometimes really tough to say, God, I'm going to live your way, because sometimes it just seems easier over here if I do it this way. But it is a daily decision of going, God, no, I'm a new creation, and I'm going to do it your way. I encourage you, come on, every morning, let's do it his way. If you're a disciple of Christ and you haven't been baptized, you need to be baptized. You need to be baptized. You don't need to become perfect. You don't need to get your life all together. You need to be baptized. Now is the time. I wonder if everyone can bow their heads and close their eyes. I want to just give privacy to the people around you. There is something that I want to give the opportunity for this morning that comes before baptism. And that is responding to God saying yes to his invitation to walk with him. It is the greatest thing in the whole world. It is the greatest gift. Do you know that it says in in Ezekiel, it says that we are chosen to stand in the presence of God. That is amazing. And can I tell you that every single person in here is chosen to stand in the presence of God and God sent his son, Jesus, to die on a cross for every single one of us. He hung on a cross and died for you and for me. And he did that so that we can stand in his presence, so that we can live every single day with him. That we can journey every single day alongside him. And not only now, but for all of eternity. That is the best gift ever. And God is inviting every single person into that. 
And there might be a few people in here this morning saying, hey, I've never given my life to Jesus. Or maybe you have, and you've walked away from God, and you're saying, I need to, I need to walk back towards Christ. I need a journey with God again. I need to make a decision and say yes to Jesus this morning. In just a moment, I'm going to give you an opportunity, and I want you to raise your hand. There's nothing magical in raising your hand. I just want to celebrate with you because it is the greatest decision that anyone could make. If you're here this morning and God's tugging on your heart, you know that you're not in relationship with God and you're saying yes to Him this morning. If that's you, can you just raise your hand? I want to celebrate with you. I'm going to wait a little bit. I see one hand. That's awesome. Bless you. I see another hand. I'm happy to wait. That is amazing. I've seen two hands. Is there anybody else? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Is there anybody else in here? I'm happy to wait. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. God, I thank you for the people who have responded to you this morning. Man, it is the best thing ever, and God, we celebrate with them. And God, I thank you for every person in here who hasn't made the decision to be baptized. And God, I just pray that right now, some conviction starts to come. That you start to tug on their hearts. That some understanding of the importance of baptism comes right now. That we believe in our hearts what's happening here and there is a corresponding action that goes with that. And so God, we thank you for the people who are making a decision to be baptized this morning. We celebrate with them. It's so exciting. And God, we thank you, thank you, thank you that you've made it possible that we can do this. Thank you, Jesus. I I want us to give a huge round of applause for the people who just gave their lives to Jesus because that is the best decision that anybody could ever make. It makes me so excited. If you gave your life to God this morning, it was just amazing. And the team at the back in the green shirts, they would love to connect with you and give you a a pack. And we want to help you on your journey however we can with Jesus. Can I encourage you? If you haven't been baptised, why not get baptised? Come on, God is calling today. And are you obedient enough to say yes? Awesome. Bless you. Thank you, Jay. Fantastic. Yeah, how about giving him a big hand? Hey, if you're going to be baptised this morning, why don't you go and get yourself ready? We're going to do that shortly. And that'll be fantastic. Can I really encourage you, there's still time this morning if you'd like to. Often uh, we, we think of baptism as a step of maturity toward God, but biblically... It's actually, it's right at the start. It's about coming into faith. And it's not so much a step of maturity as it is getting going. And it might be a little bit different if you've grown up in church that you've decided that now is your time to, to make this decision to go forward. But, you know, if you've come to know Jesus recently, right at the start of your journey. In fact, Matthew 28, the, the Great Commission says, go into all the world and uh, make disciples baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So if you reverse that up, actually, if you haven't been baptized, you're not a disciple, biblically. And we want disciples, not believers. There's a real slip for us to live a cultural Christianity, but we're called to live a biblical Christianity and a biblical faith. And so baptism is a major part of that, as, as Jay said. So I really encourage you, if you've not been baptized, today's the day do it. It'd be great. Hey, if you're joining us online, as I said to you earlier, um, you know, if you've decided that today you need to be baptised, put a message in the bottom. And if you live locally, we can arrange that, make it happen. If you're not local, we will try our very best to find a Bible-believing church near you where you can be baptised. So I think that would be a great thing. Just flick a message and the team will come back to you. Thanks so much for joining us online today. Have a fantastic week. Um, 
as the team get ready, we're going to take some time and baptise these three or four people. I was reading my list. We've got Amara, we've got Lani, we've got Zuri. I really, the last one was a real tongue tire. I couldn't quite work it out. Improm, I couldn't work out how to say it. Impromptu. I thought that's a weird name. Then I realised what it was. Impromptu. If you're decide, if you're going to get baptised today and just decided, that's cool. We'll do that. That's fantastic. Anyway, thanks for coming out this morning. Thank you for your faithfulness and giving. There's giving stations in the foyer if you'd like to contribute to what we're doing. That would be wonderful. I declare God's blessing over you. I declare that as you go into this week, you go with an absolute confidence of who you are in Jesus and that you carry that confidence into every situation, wherever, whenever, be like Jesus. And that if you make a mess of it, as we sometimes do, you'll be quick to get up and go again. In Jesus' name, be a blessing to those who are around you. Amen. Fantastic. Well, we've got some. If you're going to be baptized this morning, why don't you come on down the front here? Friends and family, I encourage you to gather around. It's time to get out of your seats. Fantastic. Come on up here. I'm going to ask you why you've been baptized. And then we'll we'll go and do the getting wet bit, eh? Can I get you to take this God help just so that um everyone can be seen? That would be great. Thanks. Last year I made a commitment to Jesus when Daz Cheddle came to church. From that point on I realised that Jesus is there and I have a relationship with him. Um, so today I want to make a public declaration of my faith and take that next step in my life with Jesus. Fantastic. <laughs> Hi, I'm Zuri and I'm nine years old. I gave my heart to Jesus when I was three years old and have wanted to be baptised since I was five. The reason I want to be baptised is because being baptised is the next step for me. In the Bible, Jesus says, anyone who believes in me and is baptised will be saved. Mark 16 verse 16. I believe in Jesus and want to be saved to show others how to do it. Fantastic. Um, hi, my name's Lani. Um, so about a month ago I had this incredibly overwhelming, explosive burst inside me pushing me to buy a Bible and to start learning more about Jesus. Although I am new, I strongly feel it was the Holy Spirit filling me up with this good feeling and that to show me that there's more to come if I open up and accept Jesus and start my personal journey with him. And since then, I've felt nothing but good vibes. So today marks the day I symbolize that I fully embrace and accept Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit with open arms, soul, and spirit. Fantastic, eh? Wonderful. Well, we're going to go down to the pool. So there's um, teams of people that are going to baptize you. Can I encourage you, friends and family, come out of your seat. It'll be on the screen, but, you know, there's nothing like getting up close and personal, away. Eh? The delay, the delay is because I've just got three names of three more people that are going to be baptised this morning. Isn't that good? It's fantastic. We've got Lillian, we've got Shalita, and we've got Carly. So we'll start with the three we've heard from, and then we will go there. Who's going to be first? Lani, go for it. Love it. Yeah, come in. You can come in closer. You don't need to be that far away. You really don't. Is it warm? Oh, bonus, eh? We make it too easy. We put warm water in there. We should have like an ice bath or something, eh? Really test commitment. Anyway, 
That's just my sad side. <laughs> Who am I giving the mic yeah, to? Me, me. <laughs> you want to just kneel oh. down and put your arms yeah, back there. Kneel. Yeah, yeah. kneel and cross your arms in front of you. Yeah. So Lani, upon the, upon the confession of your faith, we now baptise you in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. about giving Lani another hand, eh? Isn't that fantastic? Wonderful. Brilliant. Lani, what we're going to do, so I'll get you to go and stand down that way, and I want to encourage leaders and friends to gather around you, and they're going to pray for you, they're going to bless you, they're going to prophesy over you. So make sure someone's got a phone, would be really good, then you can record it, because in the heat of the moment, you'll probably forget. So just go down that way a bit, and we'll do that. It would be fantastic. Congratulations. Wonderful. Brilliant. Hey, who's next? Zuri, wonderful. Go around that way. There's some stairs. It'll be a lot easier. If you do have a prophetic word or a word of encouragement, feel free to go and get it recorded down there. Or if failing that, write it down and we can make sure that the that the people get it. We've got a problem. <laughs> She's too short. There's no problem. <laughs> we'll work it out. Who's praying? There we go. Me. All right. God, we thank you for Zuri, and we thank you that even from such a young age that you've set her heart on fire for you, and we just pray that um, today would be a really big step for her, that it would be so memorable, um, her encounter with you this morning. So, Zuri... By the confession of your faith, we baptize you now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Fantastic. How about giving Zuri a great big hand? Wonderful. Fantastic. Zuri, I'm going to get you to do the same thing if we go that way a bit. And if you've got a prophetic word or a word of encouragement, some of the leaders, can you just jump up and gather around? Zuri would be great. Let's pray for her and bless her in Jesus' name. That'd be wonderful. Thank you. Who's next, Helen? Amara. Amara, fantastic. Beautiful. Well done, Amara. Fantastic. It's exciting, eh? It is very. Come on. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah I bet you are. I bet you are. Who's, who's praying? Yeah. We, we didn't actually talk about that. Cool. All right, God, we thank you this morning for Amara, and we thank you for this awesome new step that she's taking in you, and I pray that um, the encounter would be so amazing. Thank you, God, that you've called her, that you've chosen her for such a time as this. So, Amara, by the confession of your faith, we baptize you now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. What a powerful name it is. What a powerful name it is. The 
what a powerful name it is Nothing God stands against What a powerful name it is The name of Jesus How about giving Murray another big hand? Isn't that great? Love it. Fantastic. Let's do the same thing. We'll go that way a bit, just wherever you can find some space. Make sure you've got a, a phone to record, eh? That'll be brilliant. Leaders, again, can I encourage you to just take the initiative and get up and gather with these ones? would be fantastic. Wonderful. Pastor Michael, where are you? I need some help from here. He's ditched us. He's gone. Here he comes. We're organising on the run. I like that. Yes, we're up to uh, four extra people being baptised today and um, negotiations for a fifth person. So <laughs> it's good, isn't it? It's fantastic. So who's ready to, to be baptised? That's great. So come on forward. That will be excellent. So who do we have here? So I'm Dominique, <laughs> and we've got Shalita. Hello, Shalita. And I know that Shalita um, is a lady of few words, so I said that I would ask you the questions. So you've been on a journey, and you've committed your life to Jesus. And are you feeling that this is a step of uh, obedience for you to be water baptized today? Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> and it was interesting, wasn't it, because we actually spoke... Um, as you were coming into the gathering and you were thinking of doing it later on but the, the conviction of the Holy Spirit was so strong that she runs out of the gathering and says it has to be today so today it is so that's great so Dominique's going to water baptise you that'll be great so please with Pastor Sheridan's help that'll be fantastic and then after you water baptise we'll make sure there are some family and friends to pray for you and bring some words of encouragement awesome why don't a few more come out of your seats? Come on, come up here. And this, this is all about family, isn't it? And we want to encourage one another. So come up out of your seats. It's fantastic. Pastor Michael, can I get you to hold the mic so I don't drop it in the in the pool? <laughs> sure, you'll be fine. <laughs> Wonderful. Just put your arms like this. All that's doing is that gives us a shoulder and an elbow to hold on to. Great. Well, on confession of your faith, it's our privilege to baptise you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Let's give her a clap, shall we? Your presence will be rich and powerful. That there'll be a wonderful sense of new beginnings and a deeper walk with you and intimacy with you. And Holy Spirit, that you would fill, fill, fill. In Jesus' name, we thank you and we honour you. Praise you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Um, Shalita, I just when you phoned me, my heart was beating 100 miles a minute. And I probably broke a couple of speed records coming here. But um, I know the angels were with me. Um, this is just, I'm so privileged to be here with you. I've seen your growth. And um, uh, I just got Jeremiah 29:11. That's my favourite Bible verse. But I, I make it yours today, um, where Jesus says, "I have a plan, a hope, and a future for you." And um, yeah, you His, and um, we're just going to see great things from you. Yeah. Am I giving Shalita a great big hand? Isn't that fantastic? <laughs> Wonderful. So Shalita, we'll get you to go out across the front there somewhere too. If you've finished up with one, feel free just to keep praying and prophesying over everybody. It's great. Leaders, you know who you are. Make sure you're on your feet around these people, blessing them, praying for them. In Jesus' name. So good. Right. Who's next? Carly. Wonderful. Come on. Who's going to be, you're going to baptise? Brilliant. Who's going on the other side? Yeah. Great. Wonderful. 
So, Carly, upon the confession of your faith, we now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It's like we bless her this morning in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, fill her. Fill her. Fill her. I prophesy new life, new season over you in Jesus' name. Thank you, God. Thank you. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Lord, we pray for Carly. Lord, we thank you for that amazing testimony of how she ate hazelnut ice cream. And um, Lord, for your healing. And we pray, Lord, for salvation of her whole family. Lord, we pray that the step of obedience would just mark a new season of fruitfulness in her life. And so, Father, we pray that she would just see the goodness and the faithfulness of God. Thank you for her. Protect her. Watch over her, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's give her a clap, shall we? We can have some family and friends gather around her and pray for her. Bring some encouraging words. That would be awesome. Fantastic. Right. So who's next? Hi. And sorry, your name? Catherine. Catherine, that's fantastic. Catherine, can you tell us why it is that you want to be water baptised? Um, just to um, love him and respect him. Great privilege to baptise you in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's give a clap. In Jesus' name, Father, wholeness in you, new life in you, in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, do what only you can do. And we declare full health, full wellness, full wholeness in every sense of the word, in Jesus' name favour and the presence of God would be evident on you. Filled with the Holy Spirit. Catherine, your name means pure and I speak that over you today. That you will be pure joy, pure encouragement, that everybody that comes into contact with you will experience the purity of the Holy Spirit living in you. You are a joy bringer. Let's give her a clap, shall we? It'd be fantastic. If we can have some family and friends gather around Catherine and pray for her, that would be awesome. Excellent. Let's give her another clap. Well done. Let's come and gather around Catherine and pray for her, eh? Bless her. Jesus' name. Again, if we can, make sure we're recording it, please. Amen. If you've got words of encouragement, why don't you come and do those? We'll release you. We'll close the meeting. Hey, tonight um, at the 6 p.m., I'm speaking tonight and I'm speaking on baptism. Did you know there's two? Yes. So why don't you come along? I'd love to uh, encourage you. 
around that. We've got another bunch of people going to be baptised tonight. It'll be fantastic. See you then. Have a great afternoon. Although trials may come, that your will be done.